Do you like free stuff? I do. BlueprintMCAT.com. Go sign up for a free account. Get access to Blueprint MCAT's Diagnostic, Blueprint MCAT's Full Length One, Blueprint MCAT's amazing brand new space repetition platform with over 1,600 flashcards already made for you, as well as their amazing study planner tool. Schedule out the content so you know if you are on track to take the MCAT when you need to. Again, that's blueprintmcat.com for all of those free goodies. Did you know that Next Step Test Prep and the medical school headquarters has teamed up not only for this podcast, but also for a book? The Pre-Med Playbook Guide to the MCAT is coming very, very soon. So go to mcatbook.com, sign up to be notified when it's available, or if it is available, you'll be taken to a page where you can find out where to buy it. Again, that's the Pre-Med Playbook Guide to the MCAT. This is the MCAT Podcast, session number 90. A collaboration between the medical school headquarters and Blueprint MCAT. The MCAT podcast is free MCAT prep to help you understand the MCAT, teach you how to break down questions, and give you the skills and confidence to get the score you want on your MCAT test day. Learn more about Blueprint MCAT at blueprintprep.com slash MCAT. Welcome to the MCAT podcast. My name is Dr. Ryan Gray, your host here every week for the MCAT Podcast. Thank you for joining us here today. As always, I'm joined by Brian Snedeker from Next Step Test Prep. And today, we're taking a break from our physics series, and we're going to talk about something that comes up a lot, and that is how to figure out where to go if you're not getting the score you think you need or the score that you want on your MCAT. Is it a content issue or is it a test skill issue? That's what we're going to dive into today. All right, Brian, so a question that comes up a lot is if a student is scoring poorly on practice exams, is it a content knowledge issue or is it a test skills issue? And we've said a lot on this test or on this podcast, and I've said a lot in my other podcasts that that the, the MCAT is not a content-based test. You have to know the content, but it's not testing you specifically on the content. You have to analyze and think critically and all this other stuff. So for a student who is struggling taking their practice exams for high 480s, 490s, whatever it may be, how should he or she figure out what those next steps are to improve? Is it, do I do I go back and read all of the content again and and learn, or maybe it's a non-traditional student who hasn't had the content for a long time, maybe do they go and retake classes, or is it a student who maybe needs a one-on-one tutor to help them go through the test and figure out where they're missing the questions? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ryan, so that that's you've asked a bunch of good questions there, right? So the first question you asked was the diagnosis question. How do I know why I'm doing badly on my practice tests? And then the second question, how, how do I treat the pathology once I know what it is, right? Um, so, of course, for the short answer, I mean, or, or let me say this, the, the properly correct answer is for every student is always both, right? No student has perfect MCAT content knowledge and no student has absolutely perfect test strategy. Everyone can always improve both. I will give you what I tend to use as my rule of thumb when I'm speaking with, with Next Step students or students who are thinking about signing up for Next Step, which is um, 
if you are scoring um, below 500, so if you're scoring anywhere from 490 to 500, that's a below average score. Um, getting down to 480 starts to get pretty far down to the bottom of the percentile scale. So if you're scoring anywhere from 490 to 500, you almost certainly have quite a few content areas that you haven't yet mastered. Um, I, I have never in my experience, even going back to the old MCAT when an average score was about a 24, 25, if, if a student came in with scoring 20, 20, 21, 22, um, I, I've never seen a student scoring significantly below average who didn't have some, some content area that they really needed to work on. Um, now, that doesn't mean they don't also need to build up their MCAT skills. It's also quite possible that their content, uh, even though their performance is below average, their content is above average, um, but they still do need to work on content. And then the next chunk below that, if you're scoring in the 480s, somewhere between 480 and 490, um, almost universally when I talk to or meet with uh, a student under any circumstances who said, I took a practice test or a diagnostic test. I took it seriously. I took it under timed conditions. Nothing strange happened. You know, the, the, the practice was a, a fair assessment of where I am now. And I scored blank, 484, 488, whatever. Um, universally, every time I've talked to a student like that, there are very, very serious content deficiencies. Um, and, and I'm not even talking about like they, they, they're not up, totally up to speed on like little subtleties. I mean, I'll often quiz them on like, okay, here, tell me this, tell me this, tell me this. I'll just ask them real foundational questions, the kind of stuff that gets covered in chapter one of the bio book or chapter one of a, of a psych book. And I find that almost universally they don't know the answers, you know, that they know very few of the answers. So, um, every student is unique, of course, and every student situation is unique, but if you find that you are, or are consistently scoring, certainly in the four eighties, maybe even into the mid to low four nineties, um, you are not going to do well in the MCAT until you address those content concerns. Now, you will also have to work on strategy, but uh, I mean, there's no way to sugarcoat it. You got to bust your butt on that content. You really have to know it. Is is that something where a student can go through the, a set of next steps books and relearn the content, or is that something where they should think about going and retaking their courses to get the the true foundation back? Yeah, it may. Well, again, that's going to depend on the student. Um, it, you know, if it's been many years, you know, five or more years since you took the class in college, you know, you mentioned the non-trad who might, uh, you know, be two or three or even more, four or five years out of college. And, and, you know, maybe they only did okay in the class at the time, you know, they were a, a B student or a B plus student at the time, they might need to go back and, and, and audit some classes at, at a college. Um, I, I often find though, that it does tend to come back once you start studying it. So there I'll usually suggest a mix of books and videos. So, you know, work through the next step books and, and in conjunction do the con videos. Um, so that you're getting, you know, that, that multimodal presentation, not just all text again and again and again. Mm -hmm. Okay. So a couple things to think about as, as you, the students are going through this process, not doing well with um, some algorithms possibly in place to help you figure out where to go next. All right, there you have it again. Is it content? Is it test skills? Is it both? 
we'll find out. Or hopefully that was helpful for you to find out for you. Again, this is not a one-size-fits-all, so you can go onto forums, onto Reddit, wherever you may go, and ask these questions. But really, it's up to you to figure out and not somebody else to tell you what the answer is. So hopefully that was helpful for you. Don't forget to check out everything that Next Step Test Prep has to offer. They are the test prep company for full-length practice exams. You can buy them in packages four, six, or 10 and save 10% off those packages using the promo code MCATPOD. That's all capital letters, M-C-A-T-P-O-D. Hope you have a great week. I'll see you next time here on the MCAT Podcast.